what's what's new in the world then, folks? How's how's everyone doing? Um, <laughs> Silence. I've had a haircut. Yeah, you have had a haircut. Yeah, all. I mean, Stu, did they mean to take all your hair off? Did uh, it myself? <laughs> yeah, there we go. And you'd never know. <laughs> That's no moon. Yeah, um, I have listeners taken all my hair off and shaved my head and my beard. But you left your magnificent eyebrows. I left my mitten, yes. Well, I wouldn't be able to act without my eyebrows. That's true, yeah. You, you, went, you attended the Roger Moore school, didn't you? Very Indeed. good. Very good eyebrow acting. I'm impressed. Yeah, it works really well on radio, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. <laughs> I was waggling them for all I was worth. Mm. Yeah, Independently so. of each other and simultaneously. <laughs> very good. Very impressive. Different sides of the room and everything. Mm. Stu, our, our very own Stu is, is very dexterous when it comes to his eyebrows, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yes, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom. I'm your games master for this game and many others on this channel, and I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson, hello, Mr. Neil Kelly, hello, and Mr. Darren Mafucci. All right. Good evening, gentlemen. How is everybody? All right. Good evening, Dom. Yeah, very well, thank you. Good. Glad to hear it. I have, I, I have nothing to report. Nothing has changed. Everything is normal. Just the way we like it in lockdown. I'm going to comment. I mean, here we are, episode 36. And every time, and I think it's brilliant, but every single episode, Dom, you always start it off exactly the same way, as if it was a recording. But it's not a recording. But your intonations and your you're so consistent with it. It's brilliant. There we go. I'm, 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 I'm sick well, of it. It's driving that. me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting <laughs> right on my tits. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. No, it's yeah. I was thinking, Stu. Yeah, it's about time somebody said something. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, no, Dom, we like your intonation. It's very, very yeah. professional. Very, I yeah. mean, all I'm going to say is I've got to use my performing arts degree somewhere. It might as yeah. well be. Yeah. <laughs> People know what they're listening to. They know what we're listening to Tales from the 20th side. There's Dom, well, and he sounds like Dom always does. If by episode 36 the listeners don't know that it's an actual play podcast, um, then... We're doing something know. wrong. <laughs> yeah. We're doing something seriously wrong. <laughs> but there we go. Um, but right. don't ever change that. I, I don't intend to, don't you worry. Don't you I mean, worry. we could just record one and just... Insert it. No, yeah. no, no. How, how, how would I grandiosely recapture the room when when we're all chatting away? Hey, tell us. Oh, no, you the just did up. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, all right. So um, it sounds like we're all eager and ready to pop straight back into into our game. Um, I'm going to say very quickly for for our American listeners, Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy happy Turkey Day, oh, uh, everybody. I better happy message my brother. He lives in the states. I completely forgot it was Thanksgiving. Uh, well, it's 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 not as we're recording it. Is it not? It's on no. This goes out on the twenty-first. Oh, of course, yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to cut all this, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? This is quality banter for us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've had enough so, of this fucking session already. Let's give you any pretense of a live broadcast <laughs> or a timely, even. <laughs> there we go. All right then. Well, as uh, by, by by way of a uh, Thanksgiving gift to our American listeners across the Atlantic, um, we're going to get going with our game here, folks. Mm. Um, so, our intrepid adventurers, Orwin Templeton, Brother Amos, and Otto von Niederschläger, uh, have made their way to the Pale Tower, um, a large icy structure on, on, on kind of the hillside, the mountains of, of Irison, uh wherein they believe they will find a few things. They are looking uh, not only for uh, a means to shut down the winter portal that is spreading winter um, in their homeland of Taldor. Uh, they are also seeking to recover um, a friend of theirs who assisted them uh, recently in the town of Waldsby, a woman by the name of Nadia Petska, who had been taken um, by the guards of, of the tower um, for questioning related to something that they, they were looking for. You approached the Pale Tower, uh, spoke with the guards on duty outside, and um, convince them to allow you entry to speak with Radosek, uh, the mysterious current master of, of the tower itself. Um, Radosek himself made an appearance in some mirrors on the ground floor, uh, whilst you were flanked on all sides by more of, of these tower guardsmen, and after a very, uh, after a very tense conversation, uh, Radosek seemed to tire of, uh, of what you were telling him, um, and ordered uh, his men to arrest you. And we, as, as we bring ourselves back in, uh, the three of you are engaged in a battle with uh, a number of these guardsmen. Uh, Otto has taken the form of a snake and killed one, and killed one of them, as is his, uh, his MO. That's what I do. And uh, the sergeant leading these men has just taken out a whistle from her pack and has blown it very sharply. Uh, but that is where we bring ourselves back in. Uh, so we are still in uh, in initiative here, and acting next is going to be Olwyn. What would you like to do? Uh, oh gosh, um, so first thing will be to uh, instruct Chardonnay to attack the bandit in front of him. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that'd be two attacks. Right, roll those two attacks. First one is 19. Uh, 19 will hit. Okay, that's going to be for seven points of damage. Okay. Nice. And the second attack. Uh, no, six. Uh, six does miss. Chardonnay gets a bite onto this uh, this guardsman's on his on his flank. Goes for a second strike, and uh, he uh, just places a kick towards towards Chardonnay's muzzle and just just stays him off. What a bastard! Um, two actions left. Alwyn. Two actions left. Yeah, Alwyn is going to. Attempt another disarm at the sergeant. All right, roll a uh, athletics roll, please. Oh, that's good. Uh, rolled the nineteen, so twenty-three. Twenty-three. 
So this uh, is against Reflex DC. Against Reflex. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, Twenty-three is a success. You have yes. uh, successfully loosened uh, her grip on her weapon. Uh, loosened, so she's still got the weapon, or uh, yes, she has. Okay, so disarm doesn't doesn't disarm. No, I believe it's only on a critical success. You actually knock the weapon out. But ah, uh, right. where the weapon has been loosened in her grip, I think that makes it easier uh, for you to try again, essentially, or for other people to do the same thing. Um, so, yeah, so if I had another success on disarm, would that would that actually uh, disarm it then? No, so, so the way it works is when you roll that athletics check uh, against the reflex DC, uh, on a success, you weaken their grip on it. Um, until the start of her next turn, uh, any attempts to disarm her gain a plus two, plus two bonus, and she um, she takes a minus two penalty to, to to attacks with it. It's only ever on a critical success that you actually knock the item out of her hand. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt another disarm on her then. Alright. Um, that is uh, technically an attack, so that will be with your minus five penalty. I understand, but I do get plus two. So it's going to be do. minus three. Minus three, yes. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's not going to go anywhere. Then nine. Uh, nine, okay. Uh, you'll be relieved to know, not a critical failure. No, good. So uh, yeah, you start you start trying to wind uh, the sap with your rapier, and initially you get a good bit of mo- movement on her. You can see it slipping out, out of her grasp, and then she changes direction um, and forces uh, your sword uh, across to to the, the other side of your body, and you are unable to to continue uh, doing that there. Okay. Uh, end of your turn, Owen. That's me. All right. End of your turn. We move round to um, the. Uh, other guardsmen. Uh, so this one that is in between uh, all of yourselves and Chardonnay um, uh, turns towards you, Olwyn, and makes uh, two strikes towards you with his sap. Nine's a miss, eight's a miss, Jesus. And third strike is a 17 to hit nope okay so it goes goes for three strikes towards you Alwyn uh, but you're too quick and you get out of the way of those um, a flurry of attacks come towards uh, brother Amos and Otto so against Amos I've got a 12 uh, 21 21 hits an 18 nope Okay, uh, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage, Brother Amos, as one of these attacks gets through your defence. A liberating step. Okay. And again, the resistance on that is... Uh, two plus my level, so five points. So you take you take three points of bludgeoning damage, Brother Amos, as opposed to eight. Um... Uh, three more attacks come into you, Brother Amos, and they also miss. Ha! 
against Otto. I've got an 11, an 8, and a 13. They all miss. They all miss. They all miss my wiry, slippery snake. Jesus. Um, and yeah, so to- total dud there as, as this snake is riding around. <laughs> these two, guys are, t- these men are tough. Two, two, of these gu- two of these guardsmen sort of rain uh, three blows with their sap at your snake, but you're just too quick and slippery for them. None of those attacks hit you. I that was thought awful. that you'd, the entirety of you had turned into a snake, not just a bit of you. <laughs> oh no, it is the entirety. It is me. Yes, this is my, my slippery snake. Oh yes, no, I missed the joke. <laughs> they miss your worry slippery snake. <laughs> yes, yeah, and yeah. the rest of you. <laughs> uh, there were some there were some awful die rolls in there. Um but that ends word. their turn. <laughs> we're back round to Otto. Oh well there was, there was a, a guardsman who um who I attacked previously who was still standing, was he not? Uh yes there was. So I will attack him again. Alright, roll an attack. Ah, is. Uh, it's plus. It's 14. Uh, 14 is a miss. You snap towards him and he, uh, take, he takes the attack on his breastplate. Right, well, I will attack again. This time it is 27. Ah, uh, that is going to hit. What's your damage, Otto? Uh, 2d4 piercing, so that's... Um, I just throw it once and double it. No, you uh, throw no. two 2d4s. Two so roll, roll it twice. Right, well, it was the same anyway. So that's um, four points of piercing and three points of poison. Okay, and similarly to the other, uh, the other individual who is writhing on the ground, this one, his eyes roll back into his head. There's a nasty black mark spreading across his neck and um, he drops to the ground and also um, stops moving. Hmm. There must be a third one somewhere nearby. You do, have, an, you do have another action, um, kind of on, on the other side to that one you just brought down, there are three more guardsmen. Are there any within strike range? Yes, they're all within strike range. Oh, well, I'll go for the nearest one then. Okay. Uh, right. Huh, that's a uh, 14. 14 is a miss, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, so that's going to end your turn there, Otto. And we are back round to Brother Amos. So, I have a question. Yes. Because Brother Amos kind of let it slip his mind that he's been carrying around a staff all this time. Um, and he's just gun to scratch his back and remembered it's there um, so I would quite like to use my staff but under my traits it says two hand d8 and I don't know what that means uh, so that means that weapon um, it has it requires two hands to use it okay and I think I might be staff Two handy. Oh no, that's a lie. Um, so your staff, you can use it either, either with one hand or with two hands. Um, if you choose to use it with two hands, it does D8 damage rather than D4. Okay. I'm going to use it with two hands. Okay. 
Yeah, so you, you use your first action to draw your staff, mm. uh, your second action to strike with it. Uh, who are you striking, the sergeant or one of the yeah, guards? Yeah, the, the, the sergeant again. All right, roll that attack. 12. Uh, 12 is a miss. Um, the oh, Wait, uh, I'm adding my... Uh... You should be adding to it... Um, I think My, for the monk it might be the same as your yeah, own strike. It's, so it's, it's 20. 20 total. 20 is exactly what you need. Uh, you slip past her guard and also uh, the guard of the individual who is, is protecting her and you deliver a strike. Seven. Seven points of damage. Okay. Is that including strength? Yes. Yeah, Excellent. I rolled a four. Excellent. Right. Uh, so you've got one action left there, Brother Amos. Uh, I will try again with the staff. Can I... Can you... Can I... Do, like, if I wanted to, like, use the staff to, like, sweep at her legs to try and knock her to the ground, is that something I can do, or is the staff just... Um, I mean, yeah, you could. You could certainly... Um if you wanted to, you could attempt uh, to trip her rather than attacking her. That's something you can do. Yes, I want to try that. Okay, uh, so I believe... Yes, athletics. Trip, here we go. Uh, so yes, give me an athletics roll, please, there, Brother Amos. 12. Uh, 12 is not a success, unfortunately. She sees what, what, what you're going for, and as you sweep um, the staff towards her legs, um, uh, just like you're taught in skipping class, she watches for the right moment and she hops nimbly over, over, the, uh, over the staff. Don't you hate it when that happens? <laughs> Mm. All right, end of your turn there, Brother yeah. Amos. Okay. Uh, we are back round to the sergeant, um, who sort of back, back to back with, with one of these guardsmen, sort of is, is looking between uh, yourself, Brother Amos, and Olwyn, um, sort of seeming, seeming sizing up which way she's going to go with, with, with her attacks. And just as she begins to spring, um, you all hear a voice uh, call out, uh, from the direction of the mirrors um, that are placed around the room. Oh, for heaven's sake, Dodsev, really? Calling for backup already? I should have known th th this was beyond you. You're far too hot-headed. Right. M my orders have changed. The these individuals are still of interest to me. But stop trying to subdue them, for heaven's sake. You're clearly going to lose, Sergeant. Um, and uh, the Sergeant sort of... Owen, oh, you can see where she's looking at you. There's, um, there's a redness to her face that wasn't there beforehand. It's <laughs> embarrassed. Um, and she... <laughs> She sort of looks over at you, um, lifts up a hand 
uh, as if to say hold to the rest of the room uh, and she looks over at you Alwyn and she says well alright your move creep uh, we're round to your turn Alwyn Okay, uh, first action, no. Um, so, these two guards that have, have gone down, um, I meant yep. to do this last round, but I forgot because we had a break between. Um, am I next to either of them? Uh, you are not. Right, so first action I would like to move so that I am next to both of them if that's possible if that means shoving Otto out the way so be it uh, you would need to do that yes um... you can just step over me I don't take up much room uh, uh, um, to, to clarify Owen, uh, the sergeant still looks like she's holding ready to strike you I understand so. that Okay. Um, but yes, I would like to move so that, yeah, um, basically move into Otto's space then. Second action, I would like to perform battle medicine on the first guard that went down. Okay. Um, roll me that medicine check, Alwyn. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. 26. I was waiting for you to have a critical fumble and kill him. Um, <laughs> so, so, it, was, it was meant to be a, a conciliatory gesture. <laughs> but it, <laughs> uh, ba based, based on the situation you're currently in, uh, you are rolling against a higher DC, but that is still a success. Okay. Um, so he gets 2d8 back, is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, he gets 6 hit points back then. Okay. And I would like to, with my final action, perform battle medicine on the second guard that went down. All right. Roll that again. Uh, that is exactly the same again, 26. Okay. And, and again, that is a success. Des despite how nasty um, the venom that Otto has pumped into the, the, these, <laughs> these individuals, uh, you're able to um, kind of clench the wound and stop it from spreading. and um, Get seven back. That's right, get up so we can kill you again. Okay, you watch as the, these two individuals, um, they, they both stop convulsing on the ground. Um, they seem, they sort of lie still, uh, and you can see that the breathing has, has returned to them, to them. Well, they're not a threat anymore still. They don't have to die. See, we're not, we're not bad people. We're good people at heart. Well, I'm I'm not a bad person anyway. <laughs> uh, we uh, enter your turn, all when we move round to uh, the guardsmen. You can see they're all kind of looking amongst each other, uh, very confused. That that they've all got kind of one eye on uh, on the sergeant herself, seemingly waiting for further orders. Um, and uh, as as you're kind of seeing this, um, the icy portcullis that you came through opens again. Um, the two guardsmen who are outside, kind of still watching the gate, they come, they come moving through through the gate with their weapons drawn, and they they look into the room and they and they see the sergeant with her hand raised, and they they, they stop in their tracks, and uh, you hear you hear you hear doors 
um, further to the north opening and the sound the sound of uh, armored footsteps as um, uh, an- another four of these of these guardsmen come come sort of fi- filing out seemingly re- ready for battle and they they all stop in their tracks at the sign uh, at the sight of the sergeant with a with her hand with her hand raised mm. tweet has narrowly avoided TPK <laughs> <laughs> Um, that will end their turn. Um, we're back round to Otto. Ah, oh, well, in that case, I will uh, I will untransform myself and become Otto again. Okay. Otto, the amiable dwarf, a sorcerer, bounty hunter. Okay. You you release your uh, your transformation. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Um, no. I think um, now is the time to wait and see. Okay. Uh, end of Otto's turn. We're round to Brother Amos. <clears throat> I. You sure you don't want to have one last try? On this <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> I, I did. I was thinking briefly of throwing my staff at one of the dudes that Alwyn just uh, revived. Hmm. Um, no, I'm just. I'm, I think Brother Amos is just going to wait and see what happens. Because I imagine that there's a bit of a stare-off now. <laughs> there is a little bit. Okay. End of your turn there, there, there Brother Amos. Uh, we come back round uh, to Sergeant Dolceff. Um You see she very slowly... Um, you see she she seems to relax a little bit, though still, still tense. Um, you see her grip on her weapon tighten um, for just a second and um, her arms go slack and she slows the sap and you watch as all the, all the other guardsmen around the room uh, also do the same. And once again you hear the voice calling out, out from uh, the mirrors around, around, around the room. Yes, very good, Dodsev. See, you can follow some orders, can't you? Very well. Go and fetch Captain Orlov. I'll have her escort our guests to my chambers. Yes, Radosek, um, says the sergeant. She, she, she looks across the room at the three of you. You three stay here. And you idiots, she calls to, to, to the rest of the guardsmen. You make sure they they don't go to places they're not supposed to. And with an angry with an angry swish of her cloak, she she turns and disappears uh, towards the south. I'd be interested to know how you're all going to stop us if we tried, but okay. Yeah, I was going to say that. Come and have a go. <laughs> if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> you won't get battle medicine next time. Uh, you watch as um, as as the sergeant moves moves away. Uh, the rest of these guardsmen all all do cluster um, cluster very tightly around you. Okay, I'll put the rapier away. I'll stow it. Yeah, I'll stow my stuff. Get Chardonnay to sit. All right. Are you doing anything else whilst you're waiting? No Chardonnay. I said sit. One of the one of the guardsmen who's watching uh, just see, sees this happen, and you see him go. 
ah, for fuck's sake, uh, disappears off towards the north. You hear you hear a door open and close, and he comes back with a mop. Corporal Boobiscooper. So you're you're waiting uh, in this chamber for for a tense few minutes, um, whilst the sergeant is gone. And then after uh, after again maybe another five minutes of waiting, um, you you hear you hear the sound um, of uh, two sets of footsteps approaching from the south, and you see S- Sergeant Dots of reemerging. Um, br- bringing with her is a um, a very stockily built w- woman. Um, if you were to guess her age, you'd put her somewhere in her thirties. Um, a long blonde braid that cascades down down her back, uh, dressed very simply in uh, sort of wintry wintry furs and, and such. And you see that um, sort of slung across across her shoulders is a large great sword. Um, and uh, as as the two of them walk back in. Um, she looks across the three of you with a, with an icy glare, and a fourth icy glare towards the sergeant, and just um, with a slight um, nod of her head, she indicates for you to follow her. Yeah, I went all jauntily follow her. Yes, I'll uh, sidle along. That's what brother Amos. Okay. Uh, she leads you um, towards the south of the tower. Um, as uh, as she does so, um, you hear that you you hear the same voice again from the mirrors around around the room. Yes, very good. Well, I, I'll be looking forward to making your acquaintances properly, Sergeant Deltev. I'll deal with you later. The rest of you, you're all dismissed. And as 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 you're led uh, toward the south of the tower, you watch as the guardsmen sort of disappear. Um, Sergeant Doltsev spits on the floor as you pass. Um, but uh, other than that, there seems to be no uh, no kind of hostile action, as it were. Nasty no. habit. Uh, you are led um, into a small into 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 an alcove just off this main chamber. Um, and you can see that on the floor ahead of you, um, you can see that on the floor ahead of you there is a section of what looks to be um, packed ice, uh, clearly different from the floor around it. And you see, uh, yeah, you 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 otherwise see that you're being led towards a dead end. Mm, where are we going? Where are we going? We're going up. Is um, the reply from the captain. Is that the only way? Just don't see any stairs. <laughs> stairs. Come on. I am so intrigued, I have to admit. <clears throat> we're all agreed that the only way is up. Ooh, hmm. baby. Where we're going, we don't <laughs> need stairs. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so... She motions for you all to stand on this tightly packed ice uh, around her. Do you do so? Yes. Yeah. Um, what does she want us to do? To stand on this? All right. 
tightly packed ice. Yes, it's 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 clearly different to 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 the floor around it. it looks almost decorative. Hmm. But um, yeah, as the three of you step onto uh, onto this this area of ice, um, you see the captain. Um, she clenches one of her fists, and you hear in your heads a uh, slight sound of breaking glass. And you watch as um, all of a sudden you are all encased in what seems to be an ice of sorts. Your bodies are, are are surrounded with this. It's not it's not cold. It's like being inside a glass box. All of a sudden, and you watch as your vision of, of the outside world go, goes blurry for just a couple of seconds, and then clears. And you find and you now find yourselves in what looks to be uh, quite a grand dining area. There's a large curved table uh, with seats all around it. You can see that there's a raised area kind of in the center of, of this table uh, that seems to be being used as a stage of sorts. You can see that there are two small creatures sort of dancing and flitting around on, on this area. And you can hear the soft sound of a lute, um, kind of just just vaguely in the distance, quite muffled. And then just just as this uh, this clear cover had rose, had risen over you, um, so too then does it does it rise back does it fall back down to the ground and you find yourselves able to move that was weird hmm. Hmm. that was a new experience for me i was um, a bit yes. uh, trepidatious at first i thought we'd walked into a trap yes well we, we might have done but, we might um, well have done yes yeah. yeah. we should learn not to be so trusting but sometimes yes sometimes it pays I, I feel in some ways it should have been preceded by a visit to a chocolate factory, but um, <laughs> a bit of a roll doll joke for you there. Um, so these creatures we see are they blue? Uh, yes, you you, caught, you you sort of look over and you, you can see that these creatures do have blue skin. Ooh, gonna draw the rapier. As you as you draw as you draw the sword, Alwyn, um, the captain uh, sort of looks down at you and and she. She's got a good foot on you, by the way. Um, she's a she's a tall, very heavily built built woman. She sort of looks at you and she says, "I'd put that away if I were you." Those creatures were known to us. They're not friendly. <laughs> well, they're perfectly friendly to us. Make of that what you will. Come this way. Restow it, but I'm going to watch those creatures carefully. Yeah, so keep an eye on them. Sure. Um, as uh, uh, as mentioned, there seemed to be like like the sound of a lute you could vaguely hear as you appeared in this area, and now that the ice um, has disappeared from around you completely, you can hear the lute much more clearly. Um, it sounds um, it sounds very very familiar. It's a song you've heard not too long ago. The bard. So was this like lift music we were hearing? <laughs> we stepped into yeah. this magical lift and it played it's lift music. music. <laughs> it transported us to the next level. <laughs> do, do, do. Sort of, sort of. Yes. You, Is it you start, from Ipanema? <laughs> you, you only started to hear it when you when your vision cleared and you, and you saw yourselves in this ah, new room. When we came out of the lift. But then, but then, when you come out of of, of, of this icy enclosure, you do hear this, this this tune much more clearly. 
and as you look over to, to, to the center of the room, you see that um, almost accompanying this acrobatics routine with the, uh, with the two small folk, um, you see a blue-skinned woman with uh, horns that curl back across her head. And she's just sat gently on, on the table, strumming at her lute. Is she a familiar-looking woman? She is. You recognise this as Myral Ardlane, mm. who you shared your fire with uh, on en route to Altby. Oh, hello, Myral. Fancy seeing you here. Ah, uh, hello there, Orwin. Otto. Yes, it's quite the coincidence, isn't it? Yes, I would say so. Or is it? Is it a coincidence? Or is this a machination? Mm. <laughs> she she chuckles to herself and she turns back to her playing. Um, meanwhile, uh, the uh, the captain uh, turns back to the three of you and says, "Come this way." And she leads you towards a small wooden door on the right hand side of where you've where you've appeared. As we move through the room, are we going to be going anywhere near the blue flitting creatures? Uh, no, 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 you're not. Is it possible to take a route that does go anywhere near them? Um, not without breaking away from the captain. Like, you'd have to go quite deliberately out of your way to go past them. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I won't do that then. You, you, you want to you want to get a dig in, do you? No, no, I, 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 I no, no. Look, I just I wanted to see if they had any reaction to these things we've now got in our hair, you know. Okay, uh, that so, was the thinking. Yes. No worries. Uh, so you are you are led uh, sort of through this, this this wooden door off the right hand side, and you find yourself in what looks to be um, a corridor of sorts. Uh, you can see that there is um, on the right hand side, on the on kind of the outside curve of of the tower, uh, there are two what looks to be bedroom doors, and on the inside there is a third door. And as you're approaching it, uh, that door opens. And uh, as as the door on your left opens, um, you see something very surprising. Uh, sort of ste stepping out of that doorway uh, with um, a seemingly a bundle of books in hand, uh, dressed in quite a lovely green dress, uh, you see the face of Lady Argentia. And as 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 she appears through this doorway. Um, she sort of looks over and says, uh, "Oh, so 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 sorry. I didn't realise uh, the tower had guests. Uh, sorry, Captain Orlov, to get in your way." What's going on here? No, no, not buying this. That's a false image. A false image. Whatever do you mean? You. No. No, that's not what you look like. My sorry, name. Obvious, you're hiding your image. Yes. My name is Lady Argentia Malassi, and I do not know who you are to be so impudent to a Talden noble. She doesn't know who we are. Yeah, that's not Lady Lady Argentia. No. The imposter. Well, 
if we were not in in, in the company of uh, of the good captain, I, I would probably tell you exactly what I thought of you. But I shall leave uh, Hestrick here to do that for me. And um, with a haughty huff, uh, Lady Argentia turns, moves towards the second uh, doorway on the right-hand side, opens it, and disappears inside. It's a bit weird, but that very obviously was not Lady Argentia. You know, Lady Argentia being a very good friend of ours. Yes. I don't care. Come on. You um, should. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a big thing not to yes, care Yes, because about. we are we are we are seriously weirded out by this, Captain Olaf. You should understand that. We have <laughs> seen a dear friend of ours who didn't seem to know us. Yes. If the lady says she didn't know you, she doesn't know you. Remember, we are we are putting a great deal of trust in you. Yes. Come here in good faith. And, and I'm taking bloody metal bars. And I'm taking you where you need to go. Mm. Come on. She continues walking down down the corridor, motions for you to follow her. Okay, we'll follow. Well, I'll follow. No, I'll follow. Yeah. I must all follow as well. Alright. Uh, she leads you further down this corridor <coughs> uh, where you see another wooden door ahead of you. Uh, which she opens up and ushers you through. And you find yourselves standing in a room um, broadly the same in shape and size as the dining hall that, that you were just in. Um, it seems like you've crossed from one side of the tower to the other. Uh, you can see that looks to be quite a nice um, red carpet of sorts that has been laid out, uh, leading, leading towards another one of these uh, tightly packed areas of ice. Um, Again, there are four large mirrors that are dotted around this space, and you can see that there is a door leading off to the north. Um, and flanking either side of the, um, flanking either side of uh, of this this packed ice area, uh, you can see that there look to be two statues of nymphs, uh, sort of very very beautiful looking uh, fairy fairy folk, um, in in statue form. They seem to be sort of um, Presenting the way towards uh, towards this this uh, this ice structure on the on the floor, and once again the captain motions for you to join her standing on on this uh, on this this icy floor. Okay, but it's old hat now. Yes, just get straight on it. Okay. All right. And you, uh, this time you hear uh, as, as as you step on, as, as you all step onto it, um, you hear the captain. What 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 languages does everybody speak? Common, common, common dwarven, and gnomish. Common and draconic. Okay. Uh, Orwin. Common. Common. Okay, um, you hear uh, the captain saying something in, in a language you don't s quite fully understand. It's it's broadly the same as common, um, but you can't quite grasp the whole meaning of what uh, of what she's saying. She seems to say say something. Um, see, it, you assume that perhaps it's in a regional dialect of sorts. Um, it sounds like it rhymes, uh, but as she says this. Um, once again, the ice forms around your feet, uh, sort of rises up to encase you. The vision of the room around you blurs, and then uh, a, sec a second or two later, your vision clears, 
and you now see yourselves uh, looking into a large circular chamber. Um, you can see that around the edges of this uh, this chamber you can see that there are various desks that are covered with books. Um, another couple of mirrors here and, here and there. Um, a couple of doorways leading off in various directions and in the centre of the room you can see um, just hovering there is a pale ghostly image of what looks to be a globe. You can see that uh, there are there are all all these uh, all these shapes and such uh, such covering it, uh, dotted here and there with uh, with sort of little pinpricks of light. Uh, and as the ice melts away from around you, you see um, stepping out from behind this globe um, the same individual that you've seen in 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 the mirrors so far. Uh, you know, long, uh, long shoulder-length dark hair with a with a thick goatee uh, and a sharpness to his eyes uh, that looks uh, that that would not be out of place in uh, in Taldor, in the land you've come from. Uh, he's dressed from head to toe in black and purple robes, and the whole outfit is tied off with uh, a blue cloak with with fur lining the shoulders. And as uh, as the ice fully melts away from you. Um, he throws his arms wide to you all, and he says, Ah oh yes, now welcome. I am Radosek. Welcome to, welcome properly to the Pale Tower. Now, let's get to business, shall we? Alright, we want All right. Nadia and her daughter, I believe Thora. <laughs> All right. All right, you've given me your demands. Now allow me to give you mine. I will release Nadia if you tell me where the pale right where where the black rider is. I know you know him. All right, Captain Orlov. You are dismissed. You may return to your studies. And uh, the captain gives a nod. And you watch as as the ice forms around her again, and she disappears from sight. How does Black how Rider. does that thing actually work? I'm very interested. Could could we work it if we needed to leave, or, or do we always need to be escorted? Well, this uh, this is quite a marvelous feat of engineering, as I'm sure you'd agree. Yes, you see, you see where this where this tower is made entirely of ice. We can't afford possible structural weaknesses such as stairs. So, my mistress, Najena, when she took over this tower from her mother, she had installed these state-of-the-art teleporting systems. Oh, that that would be the person who was pretending to be... Yes, Lady Argentia. Mm, right. What was her name again? Najena. Najena. What is Najena? Yes. Pretending to be Lady Argentia, whatever yes. you mean. Yes. Najena mm. is on business in White Throne. She hasn't been here for some time. Mm. Ah, mm. so it wasn't her. Well, assuming we believe. Anyway, uh, yes, all right. Uh, so, what guarantees do we have that you'll keep your word that when we tell you uh, this information about the Black Rider, that you'll keep your word? That was there, um, there was there was a sentence in there somewhere. <laughs> um, he walks over to one of the doors around the room, uh, produces a key from his pocket, and sort of motions you over 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 Orwin. 
Okay, I'll go over. And um, he says to you, um, in good faith, I will show you that the woman, the woman you seek is alive and unharmed. You stay where you are. Okay. Pops the key, pops the key into the lock, clicks open, and swings the door inwards. Yep. And you can see, kind of sat um, inside this room, there's a fair, you know, what could be a fairly comfortable bedroom. There's a there's a basic bed, looks to be be a desk and a, and a, and a set of shelves and stuff. And you see, just kind of sat on the bed, uh, you can see uh, you can see Nadia. You're right, and Nadia. She... Oh. Oh, and she, uh, as as she sees you, Alwyn, um, her face her face falls a bit. They caught you too, huh? No, no, no. Just just hold tight. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. All right, if you say so. Yeah, don't worry. Just just hang on. And as you're having this conversation, Radisek closes the door and locks it once again. There you go. Uh, I've shown that uh, she is safe and well. What about Thora? She... Thora? Thora is not part of our deal. No, that was... You said you'd heard my demands. I mean, you clearly didn't then. Because Thora was definitely part of my demand. I'm afraid Thora's not here. Najena had a special purpose for her. And she's been taken elsewhere. Oh, that's very unfortunate. Oh, well, we'd better be going then, hadn't we, chaps? <laughs> I'd like to see you try. I'm okay. sorry, what What did you say? <clears throat> I said I'd like to see you try. <sighs> Last so time you... you saw us try something, the two of your guards nearly died. Are you sure you want to uh, see us try all again? I mean to say, all I mean to say is you're welcome to leave, if you can. So you're going to hold us hostage, is that right? Not at all. You say you wish to leave, go ahead, go ahead and leave. He gestures towards the uh, the teleporter. You need to show us how to work it. Okay, ah. but first we're going to take Nadja with us. Uh, Alwyn will go to the door. Uh, the door has been relocked. Yes. Let's open the door, please. First, first, tell me what you know of the Pale Rider. The Black Rider. <sighs> the Black Rider is dead. Really? How curious. And what proof of this do you have for me? Don't have any proof. I mean... It was, it was a bit weird, a to be honest. He he came through the portal. He was clearly severely wounded. I think he'd had his throat cut, and and then he just sort of evaporated into into glittery. It was very mm. weird, very weird. So that's why we came through the portal was to see what the hell had happened. You know, what sort of what sort of person comes through a portal and then you know dies. evaporate. So yeah, it dies and turns into here's a glittery. question for you. What things. were you doing by that portal in the first place? We were investigating you why, you know, the area had become unseasonably cold. Ah, I see. Because it's killing people and that's not really, you know, on. 
Well, as much as my heart bleeds for you, Olwyn, this, this, this winter and its spread are the orders of Queen Elvana herself. And as one of her loyal subjects, and as Najena's direct protege, I have a duty to see it fulfilled. You indeed. Uh, that, that's unfortunate, isn't it? Anyway, kept our word. Told you what happened to the Black Rider. You release Nadja now. I think there's more to it. Mm, I find no. it hard to believe that you would have this in the, 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 the Black Rider would have said nothing to you before you before he passed. Didn't get a chance. He was very severely wounded. Came through. Died. He was trying to tell us something. I remember he was trying. He had something to say. I think. Oh really? And what yeah, might that have been? Well, we don't know because he didn't manage to say it. It's very hard to speak when you've got your throat cut. Yes. We told you what you wanted to know. Yes. Hmm. Now give us the girl. One moment. First, I must check something. He walks up to the three of you, and uh, you see he, uh, he he lifts his hand up just in front of him, uh, sort of motions his fingers a tiny bit. Going to put the hand on the rapier as he does so. Not going to draw it, just hand on it, ready. My my, you're awfully jumpy, aren't you? I'm just well, yes. confirming something. Been attacked by your people. Been hit over the head with bloody metal bars repeatedly. You've made it clear we're your prisoners here. Yes. So yes, we are uh, on edge a little. For... Give us if we question your honour. My honour. Bold of you to, to assume I have any. He says with a sneer. Mm. Yeah. You see, you see that does um, you that kind of attitude does you no favors whatsoever. Is that, how does that build trust? As you as you sneer as at you're, us, as you're protesting here, Otto, um, he finishes wiggling his fingers in front of you, uh, closes his, his eyes for just a second, and he says, "Yes. Well, it seems you might still be of use to me. Tell me when, when the Black Rider died." Did you take anything from his body? No, it all evaporated. It was... Mm. Told you that. Well, that's and very curious. To take. Even his horse went... That's very curious because... One of you... He narrows his eyes towards you, Brother Amos. Is carrying two things... That feel very much like two things I am looking for. Are they two fists? By any chance? <laughs> yeah, sick of this. Chardonnay, kill. Okay, let's roll perception. Perception, <laughs> folks. Twenty. Twenty-five. No. Twenty-five. Brother Amos. Um... Is it a uh, perception that I had? Yeah. Or initiative? Yep. Perception? Perception. 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 Um, 23. 23, okay. 
is. Uh, Brother Ramos, what's your perception score? It was twenty-five. Uh, I mean, your 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 modifier. Oh, six. Your modifier is six. Okay. Somebody's got the same score as him. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Um, so, um, actually, acting first is going to be Radasek himself. Um, he looks over, he sees you uh, sort of about to command your wolf, Orwin, and he, he sort of says, really? So it's like that. Um, he steps back away from you. Uh, he lifts up his hand, and you see um, uh, very similar to when um, you were crossing through past the the creepy hut and got attacked by the by the the exploding uh, sort of sign in the snow you see shards of ice beginning to form on his fingers and he blasts them towards all of you uh, I need everybody to give me a just gonna find the spell. Uh, I need everybody to give me a reflex save, please. Now, I get plus two to my spell saves. So uh, would this I include is a spell. That? This yeah. is a spell. So what do I what do I roll? It's a reflex saving throw. Twenty-one. Twenty-five. So for I, what, what do I throw and what do I add to it? So it's a d twenty, and you add your. Um, your reflex save bonus to it. Reflex. Just under your armor class. Under saving throws. Oh, right, yes. 23. I think we all did pretty well there. Uh, so, your, your rolls were 23 for Otto? Yes. Okay. Uh, you take... Um, uh, you take three points of cold damage as this as these icy shards spray across you. Uh, Brother Amos? I rolled a 21. 21. Uh, you also take three points of damage as this these ice shards wreck across you. Alwyn? 25. Okay, uh, three points of cold damage. Uh, uh, Chardonnay? Oh, I didn't roll one for Chardonnay, sorry. I'll do that now. Nineteen plus eight, uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, three points of cold damage to Chardonnay. Okay. Uh, but that is going to end his turn. Um, uh, Otto, you see also coming from uh, kind of around the back of this globe. Uh, you see, um, uh, you see a goat uh, sort of bounding forwards in your direction. A goat. Uh, a goat, yes. Uh, it gets right up to you, um, seemingly ready to ready to try and ram you, uh, but it does not do so on this occasion. Uh, 
it's um yeah there, there we go uh that's the end of radisek's turn we are round to brother amos i'd like to know why you're keeping a goat in your quarters <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brother Amos is going to produce a flurry of blows. Okay. Uh, who are you aiming for? Radisek oh, or Radisek. Radisek, yes. Okay. Uh, so your first action will, will need to be to move move up to him. Oh, okay. Okay. You sure. Move up to him and you make your flurry of blows. Uh, a 10 is a miss, unfortunately. Twenty-six. Twenty-six is a hit. Roll damage. Six. Six points of damage, okay. And then one action left. I'll use my powerful fist. Okay. That's gonna miss. Okay, so you you, you rush up towards him, uh, make a few strokes towards him. Uh, it catches you catches you, you off guard. He seems to be, um, although although he looks quite reedy and uh, although he looks quite reedy and uh, not 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 that uh, that physically adept, shall we say? Um, he's quicker than he looks, and uh, the padding underneath his robe seems to give him seems to give him quite a quite a good layer of protection. But you do land one good strike on his collarbone, as you as you do so, Brother Ramos. Uh, end of your turn. There we are around to Otto. Now I have been animal form once today. Can I can I do it again? Or uh, if you have another second level spell slot left, then yes. Second level spell slot. Spell slots. Um. I I feel like you might have used them because di didn't didn't you become a snake when you were attacking when you were fighting in the in, in the bar? Yes, I did. So I have used it. So as a star, should you have two or three? Sorry, one I've got a three written in my number two box. Oh, so in that case, you do have one left. You should have one left then. This would be a good time to do it. I think you've got a number three in your number two box. A number three in my number two box, yes. And a number four in my number one box. Oh no, that's uh, <laughs> that's not one at all. Hmm. Yeah, you should you, you should have three second level spells. I don't think you've used them for anything else. Right. No, I haven't used any. So I, I will uh, I will transform myself back into the snake because that just seems to work so well for me. <laughs> okay. You transform into the snake, and uh, you have one action left, Otto. Um, am I within range to strike at uh, at Doltsev? Doltsev. Uh, so Doltsev was the sergeant on the ground floor. Oh, sorry, um, Radisek. Radisek. Uh, so Radisek is um, a good distance away from you. He's you, you'd have to move ten feet to be in, in, to get close to him. Uh, however, uh, th this goat has come running towards you, and it is within your range, Otto. Oh, the goat was a bit threatening. Very well, I will, I will attack the goat. Right. Because it's, uh, it's just because it's Radisek's goat. All right, roll that attack. Um, 23. 
is a hit. Roll damage there. Oh, eight points of piercing and five points of poison. Ooh, nasty. Nasty bite. You get straight under this goat's neck and inject a burst of poison into it. And, um, yeah, you you deliver that, that nasty, nasty blow. Um, so that's going to end your turn there, Otto. Um, we are around to Olwyn. Uh, so the first thing I was doing was instructing Chardonnay. So, uh, yes, going to say Chardonnay, kill. Uh, and I'm actually going to point at the goat. All right, you can so do that. What I would like Chardonnay to do is move so that he is flanking with Otto. Uh, yes, Chardonnay can do goat. that. Chardonnay has 40 feet of movement. And, uh, well, he's actually got uh, 35 with the barding, but yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, and attack the goat. Okay, roll that attack. Uh, 19. 19 is a miss, unfortunately. Ooh. Chardonnay goes to snap towards the goat, and the goat just turns and knocks Chardonnay away with its horns. That's an adept goat. Um, mm. Hang on, no, that's a lie. You're flanking, that's a hit. 19 oh. is a hit. Okay. Uh, so, oops. seven points of damage. Right, seven points of damage there. Uh, Alwyn himself would like to move so that he is flanking Radisek with um, Brother Amos. Uh, you can do that with 25 feet. Yep. And with a final action, draw the rapier. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Uh, so end of your turn there, Alwyn. Uh, we are back round quite quickly to Radisek. And uh, he sort of looks over at you, Otto, in, in, in your snake form. And uh, he, he says, Huh. Cute. Um, he lifts up his hand, uh, begins um, sort of moving his fingers as one might move um, them when um, uh, when unpicking a, th a, a badly stitched bit of fabric, and he releases uh, whatever energy this is in your direction, Otto. Mm-hmm. And your animal form dissipates. With my recognised spell, would I recognise that that was a dispel magic? Uh, I think you would. Let me just. Uh... Uh, yes, you would. It's second level below. Yes, you would. You, you recognise that as dispel magic. Watch out! It's going to. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> bollocks! Oh well. That's never happened before. <laughs> yes. yes, that's. I've heard that said. <laughs> and I think were, were the words coming from your own mouth. There's tablets you can get for that. <laughs> uh, with his last action, uh, Radosek. Um, uh, with it, with his last action, uh, Radosek. Um, will quite confidently step 
away from you, uh, old man, brother Ramos. Moves 15, 15 feet across across the room. Uh, but that ends mm. his turn. Oh, uh, no, hang on, sorry. Um, the uh, the goat in front of you, Otto, um, it rams you with its horns as uh, uh, just as this this ends. Hmm. I hate it when goats do that. Uh, but I've got a 23 to hit. Oh, uh, that, yes, that hits. All right. Uh, you take six points of bludgeoning damage as this goat catches you square in the gut uh, there, Otto. Uh, but that ends. That does end Radisek's turn. We're round to Brother Amos. It, what is he, 15 feet away now? Um, from you, he is uh, he's 20 feet away. I'm going to draw my hand crossbow. All right. I'm going to load it. And then I'm going to fire it at him. Okay, roll that attack. Twenty-five. Twenty-five will hit. Roll damage. Four. Four. Okay. Uh, that ends your turn, brother Ramos. Uh, Otto, you're up. I will produce flame and set the goat on fire. Yay! Okay. Roll, <laughs> roll that attack. Uh, is it a d20 again? d20 plus your spell attack bonus. That is 18. Uh, where he's flanked, that is a hit. Um, roll the damage. And it is just a 1d4. Uh, it should be 2d4 because you're now third level. 2d4. So that is 8. Eight points. Um, you watch as as your flame licks across the goat. Um, it doesn't seem to take as much damage as you as you would think it would, uh, but it is looking badly hurt at this point. Do you mean badly hurt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one action left, Otto. Uh, I will draw my dagger. All right. Um, uh, we're round to Orwin. Uh First action will. Command Chardonnay to keep attacking the goat. Okay. So keep going, Chardonnay. Uh, so two attack from Chardonnay. The first one is 21. Uh, uh, don't one. bother rolling the second one. The first one, uh, the goat was on one hit point. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Chardonnay bites into the goat, and uh, the goat disappears in a puff of very acrid smelling smoke. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, for Alwyn, uh, how far away from him is Radisek? Uh, you can get there with 10 feet of movement. Okay, uh, so I'd like to move so that I am the other side of Radisek to Brother Amos. In case uh, Brother Amos decides to. Okay. Uh, to come in up close. Uh, yeah. 
and uh, strike with the rapier. Okay, roll that attack. 20. 20 is a miss. As you strike towards him with your rapier, Orwin, um, you think you've got him dead to rights, and then as the rapier strikes, it hits uh, a previously imperceptible uh, magical force field. He's got magic shield. Uh, that ends your turn there, Orwin. That does. Mm. Uh, you see, once again, very confidently, he moves away from you, Orwin. Uh, to, to a door on uh, kind of the, the east of the room. Uh, opens the door and says, Well, cheery by now. Let's see how long it takes you to reconsider. You can't get out, you know, not unless I tell you how to. He disappears behind the door and closes it. And that is where we're going to end for tonight, folks. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, damn it, wish I had a tack of opportunity. Are the, next, are the next 30 games just us in a cell? <laughs> Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. Tales from the Twenty Side.